welcome to the Spiritual Intelligence Podcast, Awakening Your Inner Power with Daniel Martinez-Stahl, where we will explore, discover, and integrate different aspects of our spiritual and human nature so that we can all thrive and live life with more grace and ease instead of struggle. The following conversation is one that I had with Shannon Johnson back in June as part of the Spiritual Intelligence Community Group. I mentioned this conversation during our interview for the seventh episode of the series and have shared it as a supplement in the description of the podcast website. I've decided to include it as a standalone episode because it's a beautiful message and I want to make sure that everybody has a chance to listen to it. I hope that you enjoyed as much as I did, and may we all soar and explore with love. With us today is Shannon Johnson. She is someone that I met uh, last year and have uh, grown very close with. Um, I think she's a wonderful person, and I always love having conversations with her. Very knowledgeable, very experienced and also very well connected, if I might not say, <laughs> <laughs> if I might add. Um, she has a really great book that she's written. It's in the resources of my Life Beyond Form website. If you would like to check it out, um, I'll also include a link um, to the book within the description of this, this video as well. Um, I'll let Shannon speak about whatever comes to mind, um, but before we get started, I just wanted to um, open up the session a little bit. Can you speak a little bit more about spirit guides and councils? Because those are terms, well, at least spirit guides, most people can sort of get an idea of what it is just by the name of it, but what is a council? And, and just help, help understand what that is. Sure. So, Spirit guides are very um, interesting souls to interact with. So most of us will have um, a group of guides, okay? And those are usually going to be one primary that most will be referred to or connect with. And this person, this soul, we need to look at it as this is the person we trusted the most to have our back. More often, they have been we have been assigned to them, like a student being assigned a new teacher's assistant. Okay, we'll put it in that context: a teacher's assistant. And this per, this soul has already passed all the tests on Earth. They've learned enough through their incarnations that now they're ready to step back from being in the body. And are now going to help you learn and process and experience in your incarnations, whether on Earth or other planets. And so this is the person as a soul before we got into this meat suit that we're currently in and said, yeah, dude, you're the person. I trust you the most. You got my back. You know how this game works. You know the goals I set out before I came in. And this is where... You know, this is the person that's going to be um, when we're yelling out in prayer, screaming, crying, looking for that help. That's the spirit that is going to be surrounding us, giving us God's love, um, 
helping us cope and move through, giving us signs and symbols, okay? And usually the, the primary spirit guide is going to have several other guides also assigned to us. They may be specialists in different areas of life. Someone might be specialized in connecting abilities and step forward when we start learning how to do that. And we'll work as a partner to our spirit guide. The council, these are kind of like the... Um, how can I best put this? This is like the guidance council, okay? The guidance counselors at high school. So your teachers are with you all the time. And when you need major help, here's your council. There's always gonna be a head of council and the head of council is going to be someone, a soul who is extremely experienced. They're more of an advanced soul. They oversee the guide team. Okay, and you'll have several players on your council as well. And these can be um, souls that are part of your soul group or teachers that because we like to take classes at home in spirit. Um, they may be some of your teachers um, and this type of collective. And then the, the head of council is someone who is since there's really no hierarchy in spirit, it's a little difficult to explain, but for a human concept, think of them like your master sergeant, okay? He's the dude at the top. He will most likely be a master of counsel on several councils for several souls who are currently in body, okay? So they're a little more stand back, um, other than when we're really in a bad situation, does a master counsel like jump up front? Because he's the master counsel, you have to think of it as like these and your counsel team, these are the resources for your guides and your higher self who is in spirit helping you walk the earth, walk the plane of life in all the different lifetimes that you have. Okay. So your guides, they also need somebody to be able to go to and be like, um, okay, Shanna's about to step off this cliff and she's not listening to me. What do we do? <laughs> you know, so there's a support system that they can also go call in to the master of council or to the council team and be like, hey. My charge isn't, they're not hearing me. They're not seeing this. What can we do to get their attention, right? And they're either going to go, look, this is a good situation. We're going to let her fall off the cliff because look at all of these other things that we're going to be able to bring into her experiences that you as a guide are completely ready to help navigate. Or they might step forward and be like, yeah, we need to put a big warning sign out there. What can we keep throwing in front of her face to get her to stop and pause and look around and ask the question, what and why? What am I doing? So they're like the heavy hitters for the, but they're also very hands off at the same time because Every experience to them is valuable. 
no matter how we see it, it may be extremely painful, very suffering in the human form. It brings out every hurtful and sadness and emotion that we can produce. And we are yelling and cussing at them and going, you know, God, why did you put me here and all of these things? And they're, they're loving us going, perfect. You're perfect in this moment because look at all those emotions you're feeling. Look at how you're exploring yourself. Look at how you've connected to someone else. Because as far as spirit is concerned, the emotional journey is what the human is all about. So they love to have us dive in there and your council team. When you feel like I was surrounded by angels that stopped me from making that car crash. Most likely it's your council that all came in and wrapped you up and said, hey, stop, look, we're here. Does that help? That does help. So um, the question that I would love um, to expand upon mm -hmm. is the role that our council and our spirit guides play with us as advisors. Um, one of the things that I uh, really enjoyed in, in reading your book was, I think it was your book, um, a conversation about how our spirit guides provide support, but ultimately the decision is ours to make. Like they yes. cannot make decisions for us. This is something that's really important for people to understand is that anybody outside of our physical world or outside of our own experience, outside our own body, anybody and everybody not a single being in this universe can make a decision for us the decisions are are for us to make and the direction that we take is ours to make and then the the energies that be that play in the space of supporting us then make adjustments accordingly based on the decisions that we make i would love for you to speak about that yes isn't that amazing to think about that? It's a little scary too, right? Because that means we have to be responsible for the choices we're making. We can't hand it off to somebody else. So universal law, number one, from God, source, spirit guides, counsel, free will of choice. That is the number one rule that is in all lifetimes, in all life forms, no matter what planet we're on, we have free will of choice. And so, yes, the guides, we have a life contract, okay? We have a life plan. In human forms, we think of a contract, it's all detailed, spelled out. You know, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna buy a yellow dress, I'm gonna go to this dinner, I'm gonna meet this person, da-da-da-da-da. But it's not that way. It's a fluctuation of frequencies and opportunities that we put in play. And different players agreed that, yeah, I want to meet up with you. 
and I'm going to be your bad guy. Okay. Yeah. I signed up to be your bad guy. So when we meet up, I love you so much. I'm going to be the jerk just for you. Okay. But that also means that soul is going to be challenged in its lifetime because it's set up different intersections and interactions to help it become the jerk for the intersection with you because you're going to be an adversary for someone, right? So spirit guides and our council, when they sit down with us and we do our life plan, we create it with a lot of support and a whole lot of other souls saying, yeah, I like that. Oh yeah, I want to be that one. And you said, yeah, I want to be this one out of all the people, right? We get into situations that are very painful or that are very challenging and it's hard to make a decision. And we can ask for help. Yes, that is number one. They will not interfere or um, push us into a different direction unless we ask for the assistance. And then they'll give, you know, just like asking somebody their advice, they'll go, hey, you know, you could do this or you could do that or you could do this other one. Which one do you want to do? They will honor whatever choice we make, because as far as they're concerned, every choice has a way to learn and experience life. It's what road do you want to travel? So, yeah, you may be faced with an extremely difficult situation. And in human side of it, you're seeing and you're hearing, well, if I do this, gosh, there's so much judgment around it. Or I've been taught this by my religion or this by my family or my ancestors, whatever. Remember, that is human teaching. That is the human construct that we've created in our societies. But as far as your spirit guides and your counsel, they're listening to you and your heart. What do you need? And whatever you are drawn to, if they might be saying, hey, you need to make that right hand turn. You need to make that right hand turn. You got to make that right hand turn. And they're putting it in front of you and you go, I'm going to go left. They go, mm. all right, then we're going left. Here we go. No problem. Right? Because as far as they're concerned, when you go left, they already know there's going to be challenges for you there and they're ready for it. They're ready to meet it with you and give you the support. They do get a little pissy with us when <laughs> we said they said go right we went no we're gonna go left and then we turn around to them and go why did you let me go left you know I didn't need to go left it was supposed to be the right and I mean, you didn't tell me go right <laughs> no we kept putting the sign up of hey right kind of feels good you want to go this way but you ultimately have the choice and decision and they'll go, you got it. That's the way you want to go. We love you. Let's move that way. 
and they're going to help you make it through whatever those challenges are that you find. And you're, they're going to ease you back into a direction that you're going to meet back up with what you were going to find on that right-hand turn. It's just going to come in a different way. It may yeah. come in in a few years later than it would have before. But as far as they're concerned, there is no wrong turn and there is no wrong decision. There's no wrong choice from their perspective. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. So a lot of these kind of foundational questions I'd like to explore more during the podcast. Um, But I did want to have a little bit of a conversation uh, just in case uh, either people haven't had a chance to listen to the podcast when we do record it. um, And also before we record it, of course. Um, So if it's okay with, with you, um, I would love to uh, go a little bit more into the kind of a conversation with spirit if anyone is willing to to play i don't know if it might make sense for for my guides to come forward so that we can have a conversation with them directly first and then have that be kind of the the warm up <laughs> for for other other uh other members of spirit to to come forward and and play with us um so i'd like to leave that open um and that's just a, po- uh, a, a possibility. Yeah. Um, they've been around. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they knew yeah. what we were doing. Because um, I find myself, my my words are, are going to start like losing it. Um, and that for me is that they're, they want to talk. So. Um, my goodness um I can sense there's probably about 15 guides that have like surrounded my computer at the moment. Um, <laughs> they're Welcome. All just like... Welcome to all of them. <laughs> hey. <laughs> they're all smiling and kind of got their whispers and back and forth. I'm like, at least they're, they're being very respectful. Um, And there's some loved ones that are standing behind them that I can sense as well. Um, um, Okay. one at a time so y'all make a choice
Um, okay, so uh, my master of counsel Ezekiel is stepping forward. And he says he is going to be the one to begin to answer the questions. Um, and and then they're going to be starting to swap places around. So um, he would like you to, to begin. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So thank you. First and foremost, I... I um, would love to get some information that would be useful for members of this community as they join this community, something that would be helpful for them and for the members that have joined. And he says, welcome. Welcome to your own soul, your own exploration inside to who you are. We're so glad that you're finally realizing that your humanity has more to bring to you than what you see around yourself. Your societies don't give you enough uh, love and care to see that the beauty within you is so much more to be seen than the reflection. So we're very joyous that you've begun to explore yourself and the rest of the universe because there's so much more for you to find and mm, begin to bring ease into your life than you would have had before. Human suffering does not need to be as painful as most of you have already experienced before joining. Now we can bring the healing and the ability of understanding into form so that hmm, perhaps through your suffering, you will begin to find laughter and ease and truly happiness within your own hearts. And you will see us smiling and applauding you every step of the way yes mm, that's beautiful thank you i would love to help people understand a little bit more about the relationship between spirit and human if that's something that you'd be able to expand on a little bit more In the human world, it's very limited in what it is able to see and explore. Uh, you see space outside of yourself as being separate and outer space as being a wonder. And yet it is your home. It is what you know as a soul. A human lifetime is your limitation. It is where you get to create a new personality and interact with each other uh, through your greatest separation of self. Because understand at home, we are all each other and separate. We are all God. We are all uh, 
energetic essence with no limitations of expression. We can interact with each other without any inhibitions. Secrets are not kept. Pain is not given. So going into the human exploration allows us to see one another from other points of view that we would not be able to find. We are also able to experience emotions beyond the purity of love because the soul essence is love in its full expression, in its energetic body. So going into the meat suit allows us to experience everything beyond that, which we can't quite do at home. Bringing the two together is really the exploration of self. The more you go inside and look from your heart, not from the mind, because the human mental brain has its limitations in how it wants to see itself and the world. But when you connect the mind with the heart body, with the heart of the energetic body, the soul, and you begin to view it from those perspectives, you can see the many levels of being on your planet and you can see us because we're in the magic, you see. Humans forget to look at the magic of life, the magic of a flower, the magic of a sunset or a sunrise, the beauty and the essence of it. It's magical. It's not the person pulling the bunny out of a hat. That's not magic, that's illusion. Magic is creation. Creation in living action and form. And this is what you get to experience when you go inside of a body. Whether you're a Palladian or an earthling, this is how the soul gets to expand itself, learn and grow. And the limitation of a human form allows us to have to use so much of the being in order to connect with itself and others and its environment that the exploration in the body, uh, it's valuable is intangible. Did that quite answer what you were searching for? Yes, beautifully. Thank you. The expansion on that, if you will, is the relationship between our body and our soul, our, uh, as you put it, our uh, heart. Mm. Um, that is something that most of us on this planet are struggling with. And a fundamental part of what drew me to create this community is to help people to bridge that gap between their body and their soul. And I would love if you could expand on that a little bit. Oh, I'd love to. Thank you. The body. It is an amazing machine. It is a mechanism. 
It is no different than a vehicle that you get into and drive down the road on your planet. It is the same for the soul. It is a mechanism that we inhabit in a molecular level. The soul is integrated into every molecular cellular level of its being. So I'd like to express though first to understand that the human construct, this being, this form is nothing without its soul energy. It is a dormant piece of machinery without the soul. The soul is the energetic battery, the charge, the energy that animates the physical form. You know, you have seen uh, on your planet someone who their physical body has been so damaged or uh, it has gone into a dormancy and on life support, right? And they will say, no, there's no more activity within the brain. The brain is active in its, in its essence of a uh, physical material that is able to give energetic impulses. But it's consciousness, the consciousness that makes it whole and animates the entire four bodies is the soul essence. And when it has begun to disconnect from its electrical system, it is the body becomes nothing. The brain goes into an automatic part of its function, but the consciousness has already stepped itself outside of it, and begun the, to detach itself. And that is when you'll often see family have to make the decision of removing life support, right? The soul has already stepped out. That separation now frees the soul from, its, from the physical essence and its consciousness is now whole and complete in itself in order to return home. This is the same as when it comes into the body. A soul that is inhabiting the body is a portion, a percentage of its entirety at home. So you often refer to the higher self and this is the primary portion of who you are that is always within its inner energetic essence of its being. And it sends a finger, a percentage to become whole and separate in itself like you detached it and you gave it all that it needed into this one small piece of itself. And it goes into the body. It is always connected, always connected to its primary source, its oversoul, its higher self. 
but this is the peace that becomes you. It has chosen its personality, its physical traits based on your ancestral genetics, as well as its astrological alignments, because these are what it's going to, going to serve it in the physical form as it begins to walk and explore. These are the attributes it chose to work with. Whether it's a disability, a deformity, or perfectly normal, although none of you are perfectly normal, you're all unique. And that is a quality that the human form brings to us to explore so well, because that personality is very unique in the mechanism itself. I do wish to address though, quite quickly, to understand because I did say that four bodies within one. So you, your soul is considered the energetic body. It is the spiritual body, the spiritual connection. Your mental body is very much in the construct of the human reality. It allows the spiritual body to connect and express itself through its creative sources. Your emotional body, this is not separate from you. It is not mental, it is emotional. Think of it, everyone says, I feel it in my gut. Your gut is your second brain where your neurotransmitters are. This is a primary source for your soul energy to reside and bring forth many of your um, soul memories that have been stored for the lifetime to access. It will access it in that area. And then you have your physical body. So the heart, allows when you allow your mental body to connect and speak through your heart it is allowing at that point that you're using all four bodies as a whole unit and speaking through that soul connection of the heart we hope that expresses what you were seeking yes thank you a little further clarification about uh, the difference between body consciousness and soul consciousness. And let me explain my question a little bit more. It has been brought to my attention through different uh, experiences in my own life mm -hmm. that seem to indicate that our body has a particular personality and a particular consciousness that is part of its essence, part of what makes this body what it is. And we also have our soul consciousness or our soul essence. And my understanding is that the soul chooses the body in part because the body has particular personality characteristics or idiosyncrasies in the way that it handles it things or skill sets 
uh, and or deficiencies that will lead the soul to learn the lessons that it's developing and working. And part of what I am looking to explore is to really develop a level of respect within ourselves for that human consciousness, because I find that a lot of people will focus on the spiritual development at the cost or at the neglect of the human. And I would love if you could help expand on that a little bit. Yes, I agree. Because the human body is the vehicle for the best exploration versus trying to separate itself from the human. So yes, there's a big conflict going on where people, when they seek, when they begin their awakening process, they begin to see their humanness as something that they should be separating themselves from. And the attributes that the soul chose of that human person to utilize in its experiences for its growth often becomes um, looked down upon as though it should be, as though uh, you should be operating from a different level of being separate from the, this human physical form that you chose. And that's not truly the path. The path is to embrace all of the humanness, all of the human attributes that your soul chose to work with, right? And utilize them to their fullest extent in the exploration, in the spiritual growth. Then you're bringing them together, not separating them apart. Because yes, when your soul sat down at the table and we provided options based on what your soul was wanting to explore. This physical form is the one that it saw would serve it best, as well as all of the people that that person is connected to, its community. So trying to then detach yourself and separate self, soul self from this human self that, that it worked very hard in choosing and making sure that this, this body, this form would have the quirks and all of the little funny things that it has because those were the things your soul sat there and went, yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 that's the vehicle I want to be in and explore the world from. This is the view that I want to interact from, the base. And as it grows and explores into its spiritual expansion, bringing the human consciousness to become aware of its spiritual consciousness to the point that they can be blended, not separated. Because this is what happens often in awakening. People begin to see it and look at the human self and go, ew, 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 
no, I don't want these attributes. They're not good. I want to separate from them. I'm going to be over here as I want my soul and everything's just chip cheerio. You're not investing. You are not investing yourself in what your soul, your soul, before it got into that meat suit said was most important. And what was most important was being this human, this particular one with all of its fallacies, all of its weirdness, all of its challenges, whether it's weight or just trying to function in a day. That was the meat that it saw and went, yes, yes. And your soul also saw that, okay, this body is going to give me about this many years to explore. And because time does not exist in the soul realm, because it is outside of time's construct, time is relevant to the planet that you're on, not to us. It sees this beautiful little human and goes, yes, it's only going to be about 15 minutes of spirit time. But boy, that 80 years of human time has so much to find out and to experience love and sadness, pain and hurt, loss joy, excitement, celebrations. That's the one. That's the one that was going to be able to do everything we need to do. And it's going to be able to achieve all of the goals that we set out. Now, bear in mind, I say goals. Goals are not like, I want to come to the earth and be a doctor and I'm going to get my doctorate and I'm going to do this, right? They're not that way. It's more like I want to go and learn about, uh, perhaps the mission was learning about loss. You want to explore all of the venues that humans are able to understand and experience loss. We know that sounds weird. Why would you want to experience loss? Because at home, we never lose anyone. There is no loss. It doesn't exist. But in a human body, you can lose a finger. You can lose a toe. You could lose a pet. You can lose a loved one. You could lose everything that you've ever thought was important and end up the mission was finding out that it wasn't all of those things that were important that you lost. It was always about finding you inside and realizing that was all you ever needed. Better? Yeah, and that brings up the question, uh, just continuing on what you just uh, ended with. A lot of people that speak of our spiritual process will use the idea that we are born into human form to find ourselves. We are born into human form to 
reconnect with our true essence. And I find that there's a misunderstanding of that phrase that I would love for you to expand on a little bit more. <laughs> the phrase is a very simplified term. It gives comfort to those who have experienced very hard, heavy difficulty. Uh, so it's a very nice human term, but it truly doesn't have a translation to us because there, you see, a child is always connected still with spirit. It is the societal teachings and what is surrounding it that around the age of five, six, and seven, that the human adult side begins to sever that connection and tell it that it is not real. It is not a reality. It is not who you are. Um, and that is often where a lot of the challenges in the life plan begin. Um, at that stage of life, okay, which has now, now sees itself separate from the universe where it didn't before, because that's what humans do. They teach that separation and close the door. So then the poor child has no choice but to walk life trying to rediscover itself because the door to itself got closed. This is also part of the amnesia though, that we will admit comes into play around this age as well. And that is because if the soul, mm, let me rephrase that, not the soul. If the human personality were to really um, still understand the role it's playing that the soul is doing, it wouldn't want to invest very much. And it would be kind of like, why do I want to go and suffer? I could just, you know, let's, let's skirt the edges and, and get home. Go back home. Go back home. Uh, because it's painful here. It's very separated from what we know. So, you know, the true path is to, in a essence, to rediscover the soul self and connecting within. Yes. So that then you begin to realize how connected you are to everyone and everyone else around you. Humans, once that amnesia is really locked in deep, they want to play the blame game when they're hurt. It's very difficult to see parts of self that are hurting that may be inflicting pain on yourself or on others. It's very difficult. And most don't want to accept that responsibility that it is a part they're playing. 
So the spiritual journey, yes, it's often about rediscovering who you are because you've forgotten. You got so involved in the human drama that you forgot you're actually kind of in a comedy. And you're playing your part. So there's a detachment. And that rediscovery of I am more than my body, that rediscovering that the soul is truly the driver of the vehicle helps us to begin to step back and not only see the experiences that have been lived, the value of them, you see, because a human passes judgment on all of them. Not only do you judge yourself very, very harshly, you allow your community and your loved ones to judge you very harshly as well. When you go through your awakening and you begin to realize that the soul is really the driver and you begin to reflect and heal attributes of yourself and you can look at your events, your experiences, your hurts and your sorrows and see the value of how they have helped you become who you are. meat. That's the juicy stuff that we're looking for. That's why you went there. And that's why you chose you. And a continuation on that. A lot of people ask, and I don't know if this is, I don't know, too difficult to answer, but why are we here? Why are we born? What is our purpose? What are we here to do? That's a question that a lot of people have. We are here to learn and explore all variations of love and the separation of. It's as simple as that. Can you speak more about that separation? When you're in a physical body, your soul is given a way to block the, the physical body. Let's put it that way. The physical body has mechanisms that allow you to block the connection to who you are as a soul so that you will Im invest in the personality that you chose and walk the experiences, okay? Um, when otherwise we would not want to grow, right? We have to understand that source learns through every spark of itself and we are those sparks. Source is always looking to expand and grow. We're talking about energetic beings of a very high frequency who are always wanting to learn, wanting to learn more about itself and about its way of being. And that includes any type of life form 
that it can connect with. So if we are the part of pure consciousness and pure love, wanting to explore itself, how else would you do it but to use different types of ways of being that are available so that then you can go and do it, right? Think of an actor on the stage. If you are an actor and you're wanting to explore all types of ways of being, would you choose the same stage clothes every time and the same stage set every time? No, especially when you are energetic beings that you are always within existence. There is no tick-tock on the clock in which you will expire because you are energy. You are consciousness in an energetic form being expressed in a physical body. And the physical body is all of the variations of the physical forms that we like to incarnate into and even some of the energetic forms as well. They allow us the opportunity to be separate from what is always known. We are pure love in energetic essence. But in order to grow and expand in its own evolution, the various physical forms allow us that other view of the kaleidoscope, another perspective. And when you have an innumerable amount of souls that are a part of you, wouldn't you want to be a little curious and mischievous in the wonders of the universe? and want to see what it feels and smells and tastes like from a different type of body, a different type of planet. It allows source to continue to expand. It allows souls to continue to be birthed and creative. And it allows many planets their own expansion, not only for their own planetary growth, but also all of its societies and interconnected parts of its own evolution. Human is just one of many that we love to get into. And it also allows us to explore ourselves and each other in ways that we couldn't at home. I could walk up to any soul at home and I know them. I know everything about them. I know their feelings. I know all about their lifetimes. I know everything they've experienced, every color they've explored, every vibrational frequency they've been on. In that instant moment, it is not even a 
tangible amount of time to give for an earth understanding. It is so instantaneous. It is the connecting of an energy to an energy. And we know everything about one another in that moment. But when we go into a human body, we have to learn, we have to ask questions. And sometimes we can be deceived as well because different physical forms allow that. At home, it doesn't. At least the physical body allows us the opportunities to feel touch, really feel it, understand it, know what it feels like when it's a hurtful touch, when it's a pleasant touch, when it's a loving touch. Is it cold? Is it hot? It has texture and temperature. At home, it does not. At home, it is energy. It is bursts. It is tingles and zings for a human to understand. But this essence, a human body, oh, the wonders it brings for us to explore. Hmm. That's why we like it so much. I hope that brought some understanding. Yes, thank you very much. I'm uh, really grateful for everything that you've been sharing. And I'm curious, because uh, there was other, other members around that were nearby, if there's something that someone else would like to, to share. There are many who have come today. I am the speaker because she's most comfortable with me. She actually allowed me to step in rather than translate for me. Your spirit guides have come as well as and his mothers, both mothers teams are present and many others for your people who have joined and the ones who are coming in the, in the future. And we wish to express to all of you that you are exactly who and where you need to be in this moment. There are challenges on your planet, many, and there are a few more coming in the pipe, but every single one of you has exact tools to begin to navigate it and actually begin to move into other directions of exploration in your life that you've been a little hesitant in finding or looking at. Understand everything is within your choice to say yes or no. Many of you are experiencing already connection with spirit and you have many who are stepping in around you and trying to show you their love and their connection to you in the physical world. It is a matter of you just opening your eyes and saying, yes, I hear you, I understand, you're with me. Many of you have people departing right now or coming close to, and we want to express a huge gratitude 
because that comes from a space in the heart that most humans are afraid to touch. It is a part of compassion that takes a depth of human heart that they usually don't like to go to because it means being vulnerable. Means being vulnerable to another's pain, another's suffering, and providing love and comfort. That is warrior love. To hold that space, to walk beside them, to wake up every day and still smile and say, I love you. That is a difficult road to be on. And we want to acknowledge that warrior love that a few of you are holding for your loved ones. We commend you. It is not easy, and you know, it's very hard. It's an emotional roller coaster that turns you upside down, and sometimes it shakes you out of the seat, and yet you still hold on. Continue. This is a blessing. It is a blessing to serve spirit in this way as well. Your souls are getting ready for a major burst of energetic expansion. But you, again, are in the driver's seat as to say yes or no when that time comes. We will always support what you need. May not be what you want, but it will always be what you need. Uh, okay, there are a couple others that are going to step forward with messages, but we're going to bring her back to do translation instead. So I'm going to depart. Thank you. Unless for you have another question for me before I leave. I. I'm sure that we will have another conversation in the future. Thank you very much for everything that you have shared from the bottom of the hearts. It's been my honor to speak with you today. Thank you. As it's been mine. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you heard something new that invites you to reflect, to go within and deepen your own understanding of life and of our universal experience. If you enjoyed this conversation, please follow the podcast series on your favorite listening app and share this episode with others that you feel would enjoy it as well. Until next time, May we all soar with inspiration, explore with passion, and live with love.